importance of the pastimes of the Lord. Therefore, he purposely invokes a Gayatri Mantra, Dimahi. This Gayatri Mantra is meant for spiritually advanced people. When one is successful in chanting the Gayatri Mantra, he can enter into the transcendental position of the Lord. One must therefore acquire Brahminical qualities or be perfectly situated in the quality of goodness in order to chant the Gayatri Mantra. Successfully and then attain to the stage of transcendentally realizing the Lord, His name, His fame, His qualities and so on. Srimad Bhagavatam is the narration of the Svirupa of the Lord manifested by His internal potency, and this potency is distinguished from the external potency which has manifested the cosmic world, which is within our experience. Srila Vyasadeva makes a clear distinction between the two in this sloka. Sri Vyasadeva says herein that the manifested internal potency is real, whereas the external manifested energy in the form of material existence is only temporary and illusory like the mirage in the desert. In the desert's mirage there is no actual water. There is only the appearance of water. Real water is somewhere else. The manifested cosmic creation appears as reality. But reality, of which this is but a shadow, is in the spiritual world. Absolute truth is in the spiritual sky, not the material sky. In the material sky everything is relative truth. That is to say, one truth depends on something else. This cosmic creation results from interaction of the three modes of nature, and the temporary manifestations are so created as to present an illusion of reality to the bewildered mind of the conditioned soul, who appears in so many species of life, including the higher demigods, like Brahma, Indra, Kandra, and so on. In actuality, there is no reality in the manifested world. There appears to be reality, however, because of the true reality which exists in the spiritual world, where the personality of Godhead eternally exists with his transcendental paraphernalia. The chief engineer of a complicated construction does not personally take part in the construction, but he knows every nook and corner, because everything is done under his direction. He knows everything about the construction, both directly and indirectly. Similarly, the personality of Godhead, who is the supreme engineer of this cosmic creation knows every nook and corner, although affairs are apparently being carried out by demigods. Beginning from Brahma down to the insignificant ant, no one is independent in the matter of material creation, for the hand of the Lord is seen everywhere. All material elements as well as all spiritual sparks emanate from him only. And whatever is created in this material world is but the interaction of two energies, the material and the spiritual, which emanate from the Absolute Truth, the Personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. A chemist can manufacture water in the chemical laboratory by mixing hydrogen and oxygen. But, in reality, the living entity works in the laboratory under the direction of the Supreme Lord. And the materials with which he works are also supplied by the Lord. The Lord knows everything directly and indirectly, and He is cognizant of all minute details, and He is fully independent. He is compared to a mine of gold, and the cosmic creations in so many different forms are compared to objects made from the gold, such as gold rings, necklaces and so on. The gold ring and the gold necklace are qualitatively one with the gold in the mine, but quantitatively the gold in the mine is different. Therefore, the Absolute Truth is simultaneously one and different. Nothing is absolutely equal with the Absolute Truth, but at the same time, nothing is independent of the Absolute Truth. Conditioned souls, beginning from Brahma, who engineers the entire universe, down to the insignificant ant, are all creating, but none of them are independent of the Supreme Lord. The materialist wrongly thinks that there is no creator other than his own self. This is called Maya, or illusion. Because of his poor fund of knowledge, the materialist cannot see beyond the purview of his imperfect senses, and thus he thinks that matter automatically takes its own shape without the aid of a superior intelligence. This is refuted in this sloka by Srila Vyasadeva, since the complete whole or the absolute truth is the source of everything, nothing can be independent of the body of the absolute truth. Whatever happens to the body quickly becomes known to the embodied. Similarly, the creation is the body of the Absolute's whole. Therefore, the Absolute knows everything directly and indirectly that happens in the creation. New paragraph. In the Sruti Mantra, it is also stated that the Absolute's whole or Brahman is the ultimate source of everything. Everything emanates from him, and everything is maintained by him. 
and at the end, everything enters into him. That is the law of nature. In the Smriti Mantra, the same is confirmed. It is said there that the source from which everything emanates at the beginning of Brahma's millennium and the reservoir to which everything ultimately enters is the absolute truth or Brahman. Material scientists take it for granted that the ultimate source of the planetary system is the sun, but they are unable to explain the source of the sun day. Herein, the ultimate source is explained. According to the Vedic literature, Brahma is the creator of this universe. Yet he had to meditate to get inspiration for such creation. Therefore, neither Brahma nor the sun is the ultimate creator. It is stated in this sloka that Brahma was taught Vedic knowledge by the personality of Godhead. One may argue that Brahma, being the original living being, could not be inspired, because there was no other being living at that time. Herein it is stated that the Supreme Lord inspired the secondary creator, Brahma, in order that Brahma could carry out his creative functions. So, the supreme intelligence behind all creations is the Absolute Godhead, Shri Krishna. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Shri Krishna states that it is he only who superintends the creative energy, Prakriti, which constitutes the totality of matter. Therefore, Shri Vyasadeva does not worship Brahma, but the Supreme Lord, who guides Brahma in his creative activities. In this sloka, the particular words and and Svarat are significant. These two words distinguish the Supreme Lord from all the other living entities. No other living entity is either Advijna or Svarat. That is, no one is either fully cognizant or fully independent. Even Brahma has to meditate upon the Supreme Lord in order to create. Then what to speak of great scientists like Einstein? The brains of such a scientist are certainly not the products of any human being. Scientists cannot manufacture such a brain, and want to speak of foolish atheists who defy the authority of the Lord. Even Bayavadi impersonalists who flatter themselves that they can become one with the Lord are neither Advijna or Svarat. Such impersonalists undergo severe austerities to acquire knowledge to become one with the Lord. But ultimately they become dependent on some rich disciple who supplies them with money to build monasteries and temples. Atheists like Ravana or Hiraniyakasip who had to undergo severe penances before they could flout the authority of the Lord. But ultimately, they were rendered helpless and could not save themselves when the Lord appeared before them as cruel death. This is also the case with the modern atheists who also dare to flout the authority of the Lord. Such atheists will be dealt with similarly, for history repeats itself. Whenever men neglect the authority of the Lord, nature and her laws are there to penalize them. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita in the well-known verse Yada Yada Hai Dharmatsayaglana. Whenever there is a decline of Dharma and a rise of Adharma, O Arjuna, then I incarnate myself. BG 4.7 That the Supreme Lord is all-perfect is confirmed in all Sruti Mantras. It is said in the Sruti Mantras that the All-Perfect Lord threw a glance over matter and thus created all living beings. The living beings are parts and parcels of the Lord, and He impregnates the vast material creation with seeds of spiritual sparks, and thus the creative energies are set in motion to enact so many wonderful creations. An atheist may argue that God is no more expert than a watchmaker, but of course God is greater, because he can create machines in duplicate male and female forms. The male and female forms of different types of machineries go on producing innumerable similar machines without God's further attention. If a man could manufacture such a set of machines that could produce other machines without his attention, then he could approach the intelligence of God. But that is not possible, for each machine has to be handled individually. Therefore, no one can create as well as God. Another name, for God is Asamordhava, which means that no one is equal to or greater than him. Paramsatayam, or the Supreme Truth, is he who has no equal or superior. This is confirmed in the Sruti Mantras. It is said that before the creation of the material universe there existed the Lord only, who is master of everyone. That Lord instructed Brahma in Vedic knowledge. That Lord has to be obeyed in all respects. Anyone who wants to get rid of the material entanglement must surrender unto him. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Unless one surrenders unto the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord, it is certain that he will be bewildered. 
When an intelligent man surrenders unto the lotus feet of Krishna and knows completely that Krishna is the cause of all causes, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, then only can such an intelligent man become a Mahatma, or great soul. But such a great soul is rarely seen. Only the Mahatmas can understand that the Supreme Lord is the primeval cause of all creations. He is Parama or ultimate truth, because all other truths are relative to him. He is omniscient. For him, there is no illusion. Some Mayavadi scholars argue that Srimad Bhagavatam was not compiled by Sri Vyasadeva. And some of them suggest that this book is a modern creation written by someone named Vapadeva. In order to refute such meaningless arguments, Sri Sridharasvami points out that there is reference to the Bhagavatam in many of the oldest Puranas. This first sloka of the Bhagavatam begins with the Gayatri Mantra. There is reference to this in the Matsya Purana, which is the oldest Purana. In that Purana it is said about the Bhagavatam that in it there are many narrations of spiritual instructions, that it begins with the Gayatri Mantra, and that it contains the history of Vratrasura. Anyone who makes a gift of this great work on a full moon day attains to the highest perfection of life by returning to Godhead. There is reference to the Bhagavatam in other Puranas also, where it is clearly stated that this work was finished in twelve cantos, which include 18,000 slokas. In the Padma Purana also there is reference to the Bhagavatam in a conversation between Gautama and Maharaja and Barisva. The king was advised therein to read regularly Srimad Bhagavatam. If he desired liberation from material bondage. Under the circumstances, there is no doubt about the authority of the Bhagavatam. Within the past 500 years, many erudite scholars and Akaris like Jiva Gosvami, Sanatana Gosvami, Visvanatha Kakravarti, Vladhakariya, and many other distinguished scholars even after the time of Lord Ketanaya made elaborate commentaries on the Bhagavatam. And the serious student would do well to attempt to go through them to better relish the transcendental messages. Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Thakura specifically deals with the original and pure sex psychology, Adiraza, devoid of all mundane inebriety. The whole material creation is moving under the principle of sex life. In modern civilization, sex life is the focal point for all activities. Wherever one turns his face, he sees sex life predominant. Therefore, sex life is not unreal. Its reality is experienced in the spiritual world. The material sex life is but a perverted reflection of the original fact. The original fact is in the absolute truth, and thus the absolute truth cannot be impersonal. It is not possible to be impersonal and contain pure sex life. Consequently, the impersonalist philosophers have given indirect impetus to the abominable mundane sex life, because they have overstressed the impersonality of the ultimate truth. Consequently, man without information of the actual spiritual form of sex has accepted perverted material sex life as the all-in-all. There is a distinction between sex life in the diseased material condition and spiritual sex life. This Srimad Bhagavatam will gradually elevate the unbiased reader to the highest perfectional stage of transcendence. It will enable him to transcend the three modes of material activities, fruitive actions, speculative philosophy, and worship of functional deities, as inculcated in Vedic verses. SB 1.1.2 Text 2 Text Dharma Prajjitake Tavo Trapiramo Nurmatsaranam Sadam Vedayam Vastavam Etra Vastu Sividam Tapitrayan Mulanam Srimad Bhagavit Matam Muni Kratekim Vaspara Irisvara Sadayal Radayavarad Hyat Trakratibhisisra Subhistaksanat. Word for word meanings. Dharma, religiosity, Prajjita, completely rejected, Kadamva, covered by fruitive intention, Etra, Hirin, Paramah, the highest, Nirmatsaranam, of the 100% pure in heart, Sadam, devotees, Vedayam, understandable, Vastavam, factual, Atra, Purin, Vastu, substance, Sividam, well-being, Tapitraya, threefold miseries, Unmulanam, causing uprooting of, Srimat, beautiful, Bhagavat, the Bhagavata Purana, Matamuni, the great sage, Vyasadeva, Krita, having compiled, Kim, what is, Vat, the need, Paraya, others, Isvara, the Supreme Lord, Sadaya, at once, Kriti, within the heart, Avarabhayat, become compact, Atra, Hirin, Kritibhya, by the pious men, Sisrasabhya, by culture, Tabksanat, without delay. Translation. 
completely rejecting all religious activities which are materially motivated, this Bhagavata Purana propounds the highest truth, which is understandable by those devotees who are fully pure in heart. The highest truth is reality distinguished from illusion for the welfare of all. Such truth uproots the threefold miseries. This beautiful Bhagavatam, compiled by the great sage Vyasadeva left square bracket in his maturity right square bracket, is sufficient in itself for God-realization. What is the need of any other scripture? As soon as one attentively and submissively hears the message of Bhagavatam, by this culture of knowledge the Supreme Lord is established within his heart. PURPORT Religion includes four primary subjects, namely pious activities, economic development, satisfaction of the senses, and finally liberation from material bondage. A religious life is a barbarous condition. Indeed, human life begins when religion begins. Eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating are the four principles of animal life. These are common both to animals and to human beings. But religion is the extra function of the human being. Without religion, human life is no better than animal life. Therefore, in human societies there is some form of religion which aims at self-realization and which makes reference to man's eternal relationship with God. In the lower stages of human civilization, there is always competition to lord it over the material nature or, in other words, there is a continuous rivalry to satisfy the senses. Driven by such consciousness, man turns to religion. He thus performs pious activities or religious functions in order to gain something material. But if such material gains are obtainable in other ways, then so-called religion is neglected. This is the situation in modern civilization. Man is thriving economically, so at present he is not very interested in religion. Churches, mosques or temples are now practically vacant. Men are more interested in factories, shops, and cinemas than in religious places which were erected by their forefathers. This practically proves that religion is performed for some economic gains. Economic gains are needed for sense gratification. Often when one is baffled in the pursuit of sense gratification, he takes to salvation and tries to become one with the Supreme Lord. Consequently, all these states are simply different types of sense gratification. In the Vedas, the above-mentioned four activities are prescribed in the regulative way, so that there will not be any undue competition for sense gratification. But Srimad Bhagavatam is transcendental to all these sense gratificatory activities. It is purely transcendental literature which can be understood only by the pure devotees of the Lord who are transcendental to competitive sense gratification. In the material world there is keen competition between animal and animal, man and man, community and community, nation and nation. But the devotees of the Lord rise above such competitions. They do not compete with the materialist, because they are on the path back to Godhead, where life is eternal and blissful. Such transcendentalists are non-envious and pure in heart. In the material world, everyone is envious of everyone else, and therefore there is competition. But the transcendental devotees of the Lord are not only free from material envy, but are well-wishers to everyone, and they strive to establish a competitionless society with God in the center. The contemporary socialists' conception of a competitionless society is artificial, because in the socialist state there is competition for the post of dictator. From the point of view of the Vedas or from the point of view of common human activities, sense gratification is the basis of material life. There are three paths mentioned in the Vedas. One involves fruitive activities to gain promotion to better planets. Another involves worshipping different demigods for promotion to the planets of the demigods, and another involves realizing the absolute truth and his impersonal feature and becoming one with him. The impersonal aspect of the absolute truth is not the highest. Above the impersonal feature is the Paramatma feature, and above this is the personal feature of the absolute truth, or Bhagavan. Srimad Bhagavatam gives information about the absolute truth in his personal feature. It is higher than impersonalist literatures and higher than the Jnana Kanda, the vision of the Vedas. It is even higher than the Karma Kanda division, and even higher than the Upasana Kanda division, because it recommends the worship of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna. In the Karma Kanda, there is competition to reach heavenly planets for better sense gratification, and there is similar competition in the Jnana Kanda. And the Upasana Kanda. 
The Srimad Bhagavatam is superior to all of these, because it aims at the supreme truth which is the substance or the root of all categories. From Srimad Bhagavatam one can come to know the substance as well as the categories. The substance is the absolute truth, the supreme lord, and all emanations are relative forms of energy. Nothing is apart from the substance, but at the same time the energies are different from the substance. This conception is not contradictory. Srimad Bhagavatam explicitly promulgates this simultaneously one and different philosophy of the Vedanta Sutra, which begins with the Janmadiya Sia left square bracket SB 1.1.1 right square bracket Sutra. This knowledge that the energy of the Lord is simultaneously one with and different from the Lord is an answer to the mental speculator's attempt to establish the energy as the absolute. When this knowledge is factually understood, one sees the conceptions of monism and dualism to be imperfect. Development of this transcendental consciousness grounded in the conception of simultaneously one and different leads one immediately to the stage of freedom from the threefold miseries. The threefold miseries are, one, those miseries which arise from the mind and body, two, those miseries inflicted by other living beings, and, three, those miseries arising from natural catastrophes over which one has no control. Srimad Bhagavatam begins with the surrender of the devotee unto the absolute person. The devotee is fully aware that he is one with the Absolute and at the same time in the eternal position of servant to the Absolute. In the material conception, one falsely thinks himself the Lord of all he surveys, and therefore he is always troubled by the threefold miseries of life. But as soon as one comes to know his real position as transcendental servant, he at once becomes free from all miseries. As long as the living entity is trying to master material nature, there is no possibility of his becoming servant of the Supreme. Service to the Lord is rendered in pure consciousness of one's spiritual identity, by service one is immediately freed from material encumbrances. Over and above this, Srimad Bhagavatam is a personal commentation on the Vedanta Sutra by Sri Vyasadeva. It was written in the maturity of his spiritual life through the mercy of Narada. Sri Vyasadeva is the authorized incarnation of Narayana, the personality of Godhead. Therefore, there is no question as to his authority. He is the author of all other Vedic literatures, yet he recommends the study of Srimad Bhagavatam above all others. In other Puranas there are different methods set forth by which one can worship the demigods. But in the Bhagavatam only the Supreme Lord is mentioned. The Supreme Lord is the total body, and the demigods are the different parts of that body. Consequently, by worshipping the Supreme Lord, one does not need to worship the demigods. The Supreme Lord becomes fixed in the heart of the devotee immediately. Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu has recommended the Srimad Bhagavatam as the spotless Purana, and distinguishes it from all other Puranas. The proper method for receiving this transcendental message is to hear it submissively. A challenging attitude cannot help one realize this transcendental message. One particular word is used herein for proper guidance. This word is sisrusu. One must be anxious to hear this transcendental message. The desire to sincerely hear is the first qualification. Less fortunate persons are not at all interested in hearing this Srimad Bhagavatam. The process is simple, but the application is difficult. Unfortunate people find enough time to hear idle social and political conversations, but when invited to attend a meeting of devotees to hear Srimad Bhagavatam they suddenly become reluctant, or they indulge in hearing the portion of the Bhagavatam they are unfit to hear. Sometimes professional readers of the Bhagavatam immediately plunge into the confidential topics of the pastimes of the Supreme Lord, which they seemingly interpret as sex literature. Srimad Bhagavatam is meant to be heard from the beginning. Those who are fit to assimilate this work are mentioned in this sloka, one becomes qualified to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. After many pious deeds, the intelligent person, with thoughtful discretion, can be assured by the great sage Vyasadeva that he can realize the Supreme Personality directly by hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. Without undergoing the different stages of realization set forth in the Vedas, one can be lifted immediately to the position of Paramahamsa simply by agreeing to receive this message. SB 1.1.3 Text 3 Text Migamakalpatar or Galatam Felam Sukamukhad Amradramas Amayudam Pabata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam Muhara Ahol Rasakabuvi Bavuka Word for Word Meanings 
Nidema, the Vedic literatures, Kalpaterad, the desire tree, Maladam, fully matured, Phelam, fruit, Sukha, Srila Sukadeva Gosvami, the original speaker of Srimad Bhagavatam, Mukhat, from the lips of Amrita. Nectar, drama, semi-solid and soft and therefore easily swallowable, Samayudam, perfect in all respects, Pibata, do relish it, Bhagavatam, the book dealing in the science of the eternal relation with the Lord, Rasam, juice, that which is relishable, Alayam, until liberation, or even in a liberated condition, Muha, always, Aho, O, Rasika, those who are full in the knowledge of Melos, Buvi, on the earth, Bavuka, expert and thoughtful, Translation. O expert and thoughtful men, relish Srimad Bhagavatam, the mature fruit of the desire tree of Vedic literatures. It emanated from the lips of Sri Sukadeva Gosvami. Therefore this fruit has become even more tasteful, although its nectarian juice was already relishable for all, including liberated souls. Purport. In the two previous slokas it has been definitely proved that the Srimad Bhagavatam is the sublime literature which surpasses all other Vedic scriptures due to its transcendental qualities. It is transcendental to all mundane activities and mundane knowledge. In this sloka it is stated that Srimad Bhagavatam is not only a superior literature but is the ripened fruit of all Vedic literatures. In other words, it is the cream of all Vedic knowledge. Considering all this, patient and submissive hearing is definitely essential. With great respect and attention, one should receive the message and lessons imparted by the Srimad Bhagavatam. The Vedas are compared to the desire tree, because they contain all things knowable by man. They deal with mundane necessities as well as spiritual realization. The Vedas contain regulated principles of knowledge covering social, political, religious, economic, military, medicinal, chemical, physical and metaphysical subject matter and all that may be necessary to keep the body and soul together. Above and beyond all this are specific directions for spiritual realization. Regulated knowledge involves a gradual raising of the living entity to the spiritual platform, and the highest spiritual realization is knowledge that the personality of Godhead is the reservoir of all spiritual tastes, or rises. Every living entity, beginning from Brahma, the first-born living being within the material world, down to the insignificant ant, desires to relish some sort of taste derived from sense perceptions. These sensual pleasures are technically called rases. Such rases are of different varieties. In the revealed scriptures the following twelve varieties of rases are enumerated. 1. Radra, anger. 2. Adbuta, wonder. 3. Srangara, conjugal love. 4. Hasaya, comedy. 5. Vira, chivalry. 6. Daya, mercy. 7. Dasaya, servitorship. 8. Sakhaya, fraternity. 9. Bayanaka, horror. 10. Bibhatsa, shock. 11. Santa, neutrality. 12. Vatsilaya. Parenthood. The sum total of all these rases is called affection or love. Primarily, such signs of love are manifested in adoration, service, friendship, paternal affection, and conjugal love. And when these five are absent, love is present indirectly in anger, wonder, comedy, chivalry, fear, shock and so on. For example, when a man is in love with a woman, the rasa is called conjugal love. But when such love affairs are disturbed there may be wonder, anger, shock, or even horror. Sometimes love affairs between two persons culminate in ghastly murder scenes. Such rases are displayed between man and man and between animal and animal. There is no possibility of an exchange or rasa between a man and an animal or between a man and any other species of living beings within the material world. The rasas are exchanged between members of the same species. But as far as the spirit souls are concerned, they are one qualitatively with the Supreme Lord. Therefore, the Rasas were originally exchanged between the spiritual living being and the spiritual whole, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The spiritual exchange or Raza is fully exhibited in spiritual existence between living beings and the Supreme Lord. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is therefore described in the Sruti Mantras, Vedic Hymns, as the fountainhead of all Rasas. When one associates with the Supreme Lord and exchanges one's constitutional raza with the Lord, then the living being is actually happy. These routine mantras indicate that every living being has its constitutional position, which is endowed with a particular type of raza to be exchanged with the personality of Godhead. In the liberated condition only, this primary raza is experienced in full. In the material existence, the raza 
is experienced in the perverted form, which is temporary. And thus the rasas of the material world are exhibited in the material form of Radra, anger, and so on. Therefore, one who attains full knowledge of these different rasas, which are the basic principles of activities, can understand the false representations of the original rasas which are reflected in the material world. The learned scholar seeks to relish the real Raza in the spiritual form. In the beginning he desires to become one with the Supreme. Thus, less intelligent transcendentalists cannot go beyond this conception of becoming one with the spirit whole, without knowing of the different Razas. In this sloka, it is definitely stated that spiritual Raza, which is relished even in the liberated stage, can be experienced in the literature of the Srimad Bhagavatam due to its being the ripened fruit of all Vedic knowledge. By submissively hearing this transcendental literature, one can attain the full pleasure of his heart's desire. But one must be very careful to hear the message from the right source. Srimad Bhagavatam is exactly received from the right source. It was brought by Narada Muni from the spiritual world and given to his disciple Sri Vyasadeva. The latter in turn delivered the message to his son Srila Sukadeva Gosvami, and Srila Sukadeva Gosvami delivered the message to Maharaja Pariksit during the seven days before the king's death. Srila Sukadeva Gosvami was a liberated soul from his very birth. He was liberated even in the womb of his mother, and he did not undergo any sort of spiritual training after his birth. At birth no one is qualified, neither in the mundane nor in the spiritual sense. But Sri Sukadeva Gosvami, due to his being a perfectly liberated soul, did not have to undergo an evolutionary process for spiritual realization. Yet despite his being a completely liberated person situated in the transcendental position above the three material modes, he was attracted to this transcendental Raza of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is adored by liberated souls who sing Vedic hymns. The Supreme Lord's pastimes are more attractive to liberated souls than to mundane people. He is of necessity not impersonal, because it is only possible to carry on transcendental raza with a person. In the Srimad Bhagavatam the transcendental pastimes of the Lord are narrated, and the narration is systematically depicted by Srila Sukadeva Gosvami. Thus the subject matter is appealing to all classes of persons, including those who seek liberation to relish the mellow of becoming one with the Supreme Whole. In Sanskrit the parrot is also known as Sukha. When a ripened fruit is cut by the red beaks of such birds, its sweet flavor is enhanced. The Vedic fruit which is mature and ripe in knowledge is spoken through the lips of Srila Sukadeva Gosvami, who is compared to the parrot not for his ability to recite the Bhagavatam exactly, as he heard it from his learned father, but for his ability to present the work in a manner that would appeal to all classes of men. The subject matter is so presented through the lips of Srila Sukadeva Gosvami that any sincere listener that hears submissively can at once relish transcendental tastes which are distinct from the perverted tastes of the material world. The ripened fruit is not dropped all of a sudden from the highest planet of Krishna Loka. Rather, it has come down carefully through the chain of disciplic succession without change or disturbance. Foolish people who are not in the transcendental disciplic succession can make great blunders by trying to understand the highest transcendental Raza known, as the Raza dance without following in the footsteps of Sukadeva Gosvami, who presents this fruit very carefully by stages of transcendental realization. One should be intelligent enough to know the position of Srimad Bhagavatam by considering personalities like Sukadeva Gosvami, who deals with the subject so carefully. This process of disciplic succession of the Bhagavata school suggests that in the future also, for all time, Srimad Bhagavatam has to be understood from a person who is factually a representative of Srila Sukadeva Gosvami. A professional man who makes a business out of reciting the Bhagavatam. Illegally is certainly not a representative of Sukadeva Gosvami. Such a man's business is only to earn his livelihood. Therefore one should refrain from hearing the lectures of such professional men. Such men usually go to the most confidential part of the literature without undergoing the gradual process of understanding this grave subject. They usually plunge into the subject matter of the Raza dance, which is misunderstood by the foolish class of men. Some of them take this to be immoral, while others try to cover it up by their own stupid interpretations. They have no desire to follow in the footsteps of Srila Sukadeva Gosvami. 
One should conclude, therefore, that the serious student of the Raza should receive the message of Bhagavatam in the chain of disciplic succession from Srila Sukadeva Gosvami, who describes the Bhagavatam from its very beginning and not whimsically to satisfy the Mundaner who has very little knowledge in transcendental science. Srimad Bhagavatam is so carefully presented that a sincere and serious person cannot once enjoy the ripened fruit of Vedic knowledge simply by drinking the nectarian juice through the mouth of Sukadeva Gosvami or his bona fide representative. SB 1.1.4. Text 4. Text. Namis nimis etc. Sayahs autocadayahs atrams vargayalakayas ahasrasamamasana. Word for word meanings. Namis, in the forest known as Namisaraniya, Animis etc., the spot which is especially a favorite of this new who does not close his eyelids, Rasaya, sages, Sonika Deya, headed by the sage Sonika, Satram, sacrifice, Svargaya, the Lord who is glorified in heaven, Lakaya, and for the devotees who are always in touch with the Lord, Sahasra, 1000, Samam, years, Asana, performed. Point. Translation. Once, in a holy place in the forest of Namisaraniya, great sages headed by the sage Sonika assembled to perform a great thousand-year sacrifice for the satisfaction of the Lord and his devotees. PURPORT The prelude of the Srimad Bhagavatam was spoken in the previous three slokas. Now the main topic of this great literature is being presented. Srimad Bhagavatam, after its first recitation by Srila Sukadeva Gosvami, was repeated for the second time at Namisaraniya. In the Vaivya Tantra, it is said that Brahma, the engineer of this particular universe, contemplated a great wheel which could enclose the universe. The hub of this great circle was fixed at a particular place known as Namisaraniya. Similarly, there is another reference to the forest of Namisaraniya in the Varaha Purana, where it is stated that by performance of sacrifice at this place, the strength of demoniac people is curtailed. Thus Brahmanas prefer Namisaraniya for such sacrificial performances. The devotees of Lord Vishnu offer all kinds of sacrifices for his pleasure. The devotees are always attached to the service of the Lord, whereas fallen souls are attached to the pleasures of material existence. In Bhagavad Gita, it is said that anything performed in the material world for any reason other than for the pleasure of Lord Vishnu causes further bondage for the performer. It is enjoined therefore that all acts must be performed sacrificially for the satisfaction of this new and his devotees. This will bring everyone peace and prosperity. The great sages are always anxious to do good to the people in general, and as such the sages headed by Sonika and others assembled at this holy place of Namisaraniya with a program of performing a great and continuous chain of sacrificial ceremonies. Forgetful men do not know the right path for peace and prosperity. However, the sages know it well, and therefore for the good of all men they are always anxious to perform acts which may bring about peace in the world. They are sincere friends to all living entities, and at the risk of great personal inconvenience they are always engaged in the service of the Lord for the good of all people. Lord Visnu is just like a great tree, and all others, including the demigods, men, Siddhas, Karanas, Vidyataras and other living entities, are like branches, twigs and leaves of that tree. By pouring water on the root of the tree, all the parts of the tree are automatically nourished. Only those branches and leaves which are detached cannot be so satisfied. Detached branches and leaves dry up gradually despite all watering attempts. Similarly, human society, when it is detached from the personality of Godhead like detached branches and leaves, is not capable of being watered, and one attempting to do so is simply wasting his energy and resources. The modern materialistic society is detached from its relation to the Supreme Lord. And all its plans which are being made by atheistic leaders are sure to be baffled at every step. Yet they do not wake up to this. In this age, the congregational chanting of the holy names of the Lord is the prescribed method for waking up. The ways and means are most scientifically presented by Lord Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, and intelligent persons may take advantage of his teachings in order to bring about real peace and prosperity. Srimad Bhagavatam is also presented for the same purpose, and this will be explained more specifically later in the text. SB 1.1.5 Text 5 Text. Ta ekada tumunea prater huda hutagnea sabkratam sudamasinam paprikar item adirat. Word for word meanings. Te, the sages, ekada, one day, two, but, munea, sages, prata, 
Morning, Yuda, burning, Yuda Anaya, the sacrificial fire, Sabkratam. Due respects, Sudam, Shri Sudagasvami, Asinam, seated on, Paprika, made inquiries, item, on this, as follows, Adarat, with due regards. Translation. One day, after finishing their morning duties by burning a sacrificial fire and offering a seat of esteem to Srila Sudagasvami, the great sages made inquiries, with great respect, about the following matters. Purport. Morning is the best time to hold spiritual services. The great sages offered the speaker of the Bhagavatam an elevated seat of respect called the Vyasasana, or the seat of Sri Vyasadeva. Sri Vyasadeva is the original spiritual preceptor for all men. And all other preceptors are considered to be his representatives. A representative is one who can exactly present the viewpoint of Sri Vyasadeva. Sri Vyasadeva impregnated the message of Bhagavatam onto Srila Sukadeva Gosvami, and Sri Sudagosvami heard it from him, Sri Sukadeva Gosvami. All bona fide representatives of Sri Vyasadeva in the chain of disciplic succession are to be understood to be Gosvamis. These Gosvamis restrain all their senses, and they stick to the path made by the previous Akaris. The Gosvamis do not deliver lectures on the Bhagavatam capriciously. Rather, they execute their services most carefully, following their predecessors who delivered the spiritual message and broken to them. Those who listen to the Bhagavatam may put questions to the speaker in order to elicit the clear meaning, but this should not be done in a challenging spirit. One must submit questions with a great regard for the speaker and the subject matter. This is also the way recommended in Bhagavad Gita. One must learn the transcendental subject by submissive oral reception from the right sources. Therefore these sages addressed the speaker Sudagosvami with great respect. SB 1.1.6 Text 6 Text Rasaya Yukahtvaya Kalapiranani Setahasani Kanaga Akhayadani Api Adhyavani Dharma Sastrani Yani Yuda Word for word meanings. Rasaya, the sages, Yukah, said, Tvaya, by you, Kalu, undoubtedly. Piranani, the supplements to the Vedas with illustrative narrations, Satitahasani, along with the histories, Ka, and Anaga, freed from all vices, Akhayadani, explained, Api, although, Adhyavani, well read, Dharmasastrani, scriptures giving right directions to progressive life, Yani. All these, Yuda, said. Translation. The sages said, Respected Sudagasvami, you are completely free from all vice. You are well versed in all the scriptures famous for religious life, and in the Puranas and the histories as well, for you have gone through them under proper guidance and have also explained them. PURPORT A Gosvami, or the bona fide representative of Sri Vyasadeva, must be free from all kinds of vices. The four major vices are, 1. Illicit connection with women, 2. Animal slaughter, 3. Intoxication, 4. Speculative gambling of all sorts. Agasvami must be free from all these vices, before he can dare sit on the Vyasasana. No one should be allowed to sit on the Vyasasana who is not spotless in character and who is not freed from the above-mentioned vices. He not only should be freed from all such vices, but must also be well-versed in all revealed scriptures or in the Vedas. The Puranas are also parts of the Vedas. And histories like the Mahabharata or Ramayana are also parts of the Vedas. The Akariya or the Gosvami must be well acquainted with all these literatures. To hear and explain them is more important than reading them. One can assimilate the knowledge of the revealed scriptures only by hearing and explaining. Hearing is called Sravana, and explaining is called Kirtana. The two processes of Sravana and Kirtana are of primary importance to progressive spiritual life. Only one who has properly grasped the transcendental knowledge from the right source by submissive hearing can properly explain the subject. SB 1.1.7 Text 7 Text Yani Vida Vidam Srestho Bhagavan Badarayana Hanai Kamunaya Suda Piravara Vido Vida Word for Word Meanings Yani, all that, Vida Vidam, scholars of the Vedas, Srestha, seen innermost, Bhagavan, incarnation of Godhead, Badarayana, Vyasadeva, and I, Others, Ka, and, Munaya, the sages, Suda, Osuda Gosvami, Piravaravina, amongst the learned scholars, one who is conversant with physical and metaphysical knowledge, Vida, one who knows. Translation. Being the eldest learned Vedantist, Osuda Gosvami, you are acquainted with the knowledge of Vyasadeva, who is the incarnation of Godhead, and you also know other sages who are fully versed in all kinds of physical and metaphysical knowledge. Purport. 
Srimad Bhagavatam is a natural commentation on the Brahma Sutra, or the Bhadarayani Vedanta Sutras. It is called natural, because Vyasadeva is author of both the Vedanta Sutras and Srimad Bhagavatam, or the essence of all Vedic literatures. Besides Vyasadeva, there are other sages who are the authors of six different philosophical systems, namely Gautama, Kanada, Kapila, Patanjali, Jaimini and Astavakra. Theism is explained completely in the Vedanta Sutra, whereas in other systems of philosophical speculations, practically no mention is given to the ultimate cause of all causes. One can sit on the Vyasasana only after being conversant in all systems of philosophy, so that one can present fully the theistic views of the Bhagavatam in defiance of all other systems. Srila Sudagasvami was the proper teacher, and therefore the sages at Namasaraniya elevated him to the Vyasasana. Srila Vyasadeva is designated Hirin, as the personality of Godhead, because he is the authorized empowered incarnation. SB 1.1.8 Text 8 Text. Vetthitvam sonaya tatsarvam tatvatis tatanugrahat bruyah snig kasaya sisaya yuna. Word for word meanings. Vetha, you are well conversant, tvam, your honor, sonaya, one who is pure and simple, tat, those, sarvam, all, tatvata, in fact, tat, there, anugrahat, by the favor of, bruyah, will tell, snig kasaya, of the one who is submissive, sisaya of the disciple, yurva, the spiritual masters, Guhayam, secret, apiyuda, endowed with. Translation. And because you are submissive, your spiritual masters have endowed you with all the favors bestowed upon a gentle disciple. Therefore you can tell us all that you have scientifically learned from them. PURPORT The secret of success in spiritual life is in satisfying the spiritual master and thereby getting his sincere blessings. Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura has sung in his famous eight stanzas on the spiritual master, as follows, I offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of my spiritual master. Only by his satisfaction can one please the personality of Godhead, and when he is dissatisfied there is only havoc on the path of spiritual realization. It is essential, therefore, that a disciple be very much obedient and submissive to the bona fide spiritual master. Srila Sudagasvami fulfilled all these qualifications as a disciple, and therefore he was endowed with all favors by his learned and self-realized spiritual masters such as Srila Vyasadeva and others. The sages of Namasaraniya were confident that Srila Sudagasvami was bona fide. Therefore they were anxious to hear from him. SB 1.1.9 Text 9 Text Tatra Tatran Jasayasman Bhavati Yadvanisatam Kamsamakantatasriyastan Mahasamsatam Arhasi. Word for word meanings. Tatra, thereof, Tatra, thereof, Anjasa, made easy, Ayasman, blessed with a long duration of life, Bhavata, by your good self, yet, whatever, Vanisatam, ascertained, Kamsam, for the people in general, Akantata, absolutely, Sriya, ultimate good, Tat, that, Nah, to us, Samsatam, to explain, Arhasi, deserve. Translation. Please, therefore, being blessed with many years, explain to us, in an easily understandable way, what you have ascertained to be the absolute and ultimate good for the people in general. PURPORT In Bhagavad Gita, worship of the Akariya is recommended. The Akariyas and Gosvamis are always absorbed in thought of the well-being of the general public, especially their spiritual well-being. Spiritual well-being is automatically followed by material well-being. The Akaris therefore give directions in spiritual well-being for people in general. Foreseeing the incompetencies of the people in this age of Kali, or the Iron Age of Coral, the sages requested that Sudagasvami give a summary of all revealed scriptures, because the people of this age are condemned in every respect. The sages, therefore, inquired of the absolute good, which is the ultimate good for the people. The condemned state of affairs of the people of this age is described as follows. SB 1.1.10. Text 10. Text. Pray in Alpeusa Sabhaya Kalan Asman Ujjana Manda Sumanda Mateo Manda Bajaya Hyapadruta. Word for word meanings. Prayina, almost always, Alpa, meter, Ausa, duration of life, Sabhaya, member of a learned society, Kala, in this age of Kali, quarrel, Asman, Hirin, Uj, age, Jana, the public, Manda, lazy, Sumanda Matea, misguided, Manda Bajaya, unlucky, high, and above all, Apadruta, disturbed. 
Translation. O learned one, in this iron age of Kali men almost always have but short lives. They are quarrelsome, lazy, misguided, unlucky and, above all, always disturbed. Purport. The devotees of the Lord are always anxious for the spiritual improvement of the general public. When the sages of Namasaraniya analyzed the state of affairs of the people in this age of Kali, they foresaw that men would live short lives. In Kali Yuga, the duration of life is shortened not so much because of insufficient food but because of irregular habits. By keeping regular habits and eating simple food, any man can maintain his health. Overeating, oversense gratification, overdependence on another's mercy, and artificial standards of living sap the very vitality of human energy. Therefore the duration of life is shortened. The people of this age are also very lazy, not only materially but in the matter of self-realization. The human life is especially meant for self-realization. That is to say, man should come to know what he is, what the world is, and what the supreme truth is. Human life is a means by which the living entity can end all the miseries of the hard struggle for life in material existence and by which he can return to Godhead, his eternal home. But, due to a bad system of education, men have no desire for self-realization. Even if they come to know about it, they unfortunately become victims of misguided teachers. In this age, men are victims not only of different political creeds and parties, but also of many different types of sense gratificatory diversions, such as cinemas, sports, gambling, clubs, mundane libraries, bad association, smoking, drinking, cheating, pilfering, bikerings, and so on. Their minds are always disturbed and full of anxieties due to so many different engagements. In this age, many unscrupulous men manufacture their own religious faiths which are not based on any revealed scriptures, and very often people who are addicted to sense gratification are attracted by such institutions. Consequently, in the name of religion so many sinful acts are being carried on that the people in general have neither peace of mind nor health of body. The student, Brahmachari, communities are no longer being maintained, and householders do not observe the rules and regulations of the Grahastha Asrama. Consequently, the so-called Vedaprasthas and Sannyasas who come out of such Grahastha Asramas are easily deviated from the rigid path. In the Kali Yuga the whole atmosphere is surcharged with faithlessness. Men are no longer interested in spiritual values. Material sense gratification is now the standard of civilization. For the maintenance of such material civilizations, man has formed complex nations and communities, and there is a constant strain of hot and cold wars between these different groups. It has become very difficult, therefore, to raise the spiritual standard due to the present distorted values of human society. The sages of Namasaraniya are anxious to disentangle all fallen souls, and here they are seeking the remedy from Srila Sudagosvami. SB 1.1.11 Text 11. Text. Burini Buri Karmani Sradavayani Vidhagasahadahsanhotrayatsaram Samadhrataya Manisaya Bruhi Badraya Butanam Yanatma Suprasidity. Word for word meanings. Burini, multifarious, Buri, many, Karmani, duties, Sradavayani, to be learned, Vidhagasah, by divisions of subject matter, Adah, therefore, Sadho, Osage, Atra, Purin. Yet, whatever, serum, essence, samudhrataya, by selection, manisaya, best to your knowledge, bruhi, please tell us, badraya, for the good of, butanam, the living beings. Yena, by which, atma, the self, supracidity, becomes fully satisfied. Translation. There are many varieties of scriptures, and in all of them there are many prescribed duties, which can be learned only after many years of study in their various divisions. Therefore, O sage, please select the essence of all these scriptures and explain it for the good of all living beings, that by such instruction their hearts may be fully satisfied. PURPORT Atma, or self, is distinguished from matter and material elements. It is spiritual in constitution, and thus it is never satisfied by any amount of material planning. All scriptures and spiritual instructions are meant for the satisfaction of this self, or Atma. There are many varieties of approaches which are recommended for different types of living beings in different times and at different places. Consequently, the numbers of revealed scriptures are innumerable. There are different methods and prescribed duties recommended in these various scriptures. 
Taking into consideration the fallen condition of the people in general in this age of Kali, the sages of name Isaranias suggested that Sri Sudagasvami relate the essence of all such scriptures, because in this age it is not possible for the fallen souls to understand and undergo all the lessons of all these various scriptures in a Varna and Asrama system. The Varna and Asrama society was considered to be the best institution for lifting the human being to the spiritual platform, but due to Kali Yuga it is not possible to execute the rules and regulations of these institutions. Nor is it possible for the people in general to completely sever relations with their families, as the Varnasrama institution prescribes. The whole atmosphere is surcharged with opposition. And considering this, one can see that spiritual emancipation for the common man in this age is very difficult. The reason the sages presented this matter to Sri Sudagasvami is explained in the following verses. SB 1.1.12 Text 12 Text Sudajanasi Badram Tebegavan Sabvatam Pabah Devakayam Vasudam Vasaya Jato Yasaya Sikursaya Word for Word Meanings Suda, O Sudagasvami, Janasi, you know, Badram Te, all blessings upon you, Bhagavan, the personality of Godhead, Sabvatam, of the pure devotees, Pabah, the protector, Devakayam, in the womb of Devaki, Vasudam Vasaya, by Vasudeva, Jagah, born of, Yasaya, for the purpose of, Sakursaya, executing. Translation. All blessings upon you, O Sudagasvami. You know for what purpose the personality of Godhead appeared in the womb of Devaki as the son of Vasudeva. PURPORT Bhagavan means the Almighty God who is the controller of all opulences, power, fame, beauty, knowledge and renunciation. He is the protector of his pure devotees. Although God is equally disposed to everyone, he is especially inclined to his devotees. Sat means the absolute truth. And persons who are servitors of the absolute truth are called Sabvatis. And the personality of Godhead who protects such pure devotees is known as the protector of the Sabvatis. Badram Te, or blessings upon you, indicates the sage's anxiety to know the absolute truth from the speaker. Lord Shri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appeared to Devaki, the wife of Vasudeva. Vasudeva is the symbol of the transcendental position wherein the appearance of the Supreme Lord takes place. SB 1.1.13 Text 13 Text. Tan Mahasis Rusamananam Arhazi Anganavarnatam Yusaya Viterobutanam Semaya Kabadeaka. Word for word meanings. Tat, those, Nah, unto us, Sis Rusamananam, those who are endeavoring for, Arhasi, ought to do it, and a, O Sudagasvami, Anavarnatam, to explain by following in the footsteps of previous Akaras, Yasaya, whose, Avedra, incarnation, Butanam, of the living beings, Semaya, for good, Ka, and, Badaya, upliftment, ka, and translation. O Sudagasvami, we are eager to learn about the personality of Godhead and his incarnations. Please explain to us those teachings imparted by previous masters left square bracket Akaris right square bracket, for one is uplifted both by speaking them and by hearing them. Purport. The conditions for hearing the transcendental message of the absolute truth are set forth herein. The first condition is that the audience must be very sincere and eager to hear. And the speaker must be in the line of disciplic succession from the recognized Akariya. The transcendental message of the Absolute is not understandable by those who are materially absorbed. Under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master, one becomes gradually purified. Therefore, one must be in the chain of disciplic succession and learn the spiritual art of submissive hearing. In the case of Sudagasvami and the sages of name Isaraniya, all these conditions are fulfilled, because Srila Sudagasvami is in the line of Srila Vyasadeva, and the sages of name Isaraniya are all sincere souls who are anxious to learn the truth. Thus the transcendental topics of Lord Shri Krishna's superhuman activities, his incarnation, his birth, appearance or disappearance, his forms, his names and so on are all easily understandable, because all requirements are fulfilled. Such discourses help all men on the path of spiritual realization. SB 1.1.14 Text 14 Text Apana sams rutam goram yan nama vivezo granantada sadil the musiida yadbibhidis vayam vayam Word for word meanings. Apana, being entangled, sams rutam, in the hurdle of birth and death, goram, too complicated, yat, what, nama, the absolute name, vivasah. 
unconsciously, Gran, chanting, Tada, from that, Sabdaya, at once, the Musida, gets freedom, yet, that which, Bibhidi, fears, Svayam, personally, Bayam, fear itself. Translation. Living beings who are entangled in the complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna, which is feared by fear personified. PURPORT Vasudeva, or Lord Krishna, the Absolute Personality of Godhead, is the supreme controller of everything, and as such he is feared by all others. There is no one in creation who is not afraid of the rage of the Almighty. Great Asuras like Ravana, Hiranyakasipu, Kamsa, and others who were very powerful living entities were all killed by the Personality of Godhead. And the Almighty Vasudeva has empowered his name with the powers of his personal self. Everything directly related to him is identical with him. It is stated herein that the name of Krishna is feared even by fear personified.